Al. Yeah. Are you ready to make some people mad? Always. Big mad online. Big mad. Because that's what we're going to probably do today. Yay. Because as you know, we here mm-hmm. on our very good podcast, The Season Lamb Check of OVA, which is a mm-hmm. podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Mm-hmm. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. Uh, here on episode 212... We're going to uh, be very scientific, be very objective, Mm -hmm. and be very factual. Mm -hmm. We are going to give you the hard truths that you desire. Or the hard truths that you need to hear, but you don't want to hear it. That's also true. (laughs) Because you're not, I mean, you you may have seen people try this before, but they are clearly, they clearly have never done it as well as we have. So we are the uh, the most truthful the most objective and the most scientific people to to pre- present to you this list that we're going to create today mm-hmm. um and if anyone ever tries to like poke poke holes in it they're clearly wrong yes last year we decided to do a list of a ranking of the final fantasy games mm-hmm. that we played in parentheses yes this year we present to you more controversy. The ranking of the Legend of Zelda games <laughs> that we've played in parentheses. <laughs> Which is basically, for the most part, it's most of them. You are going to take the reins on some of these because I trust your opinion. Thank you. And you've played basically every game. Uh, I think the only games that we're not going to cover are the CDI games. Yeah. Because I, I don't, have played those. I have not played those. Um, and I would not really consider those to be like a mainline Legend of Zelda game. No, no, no. I wouldn't either. So essentially this list is like console <laughs> games, the handheld games, and that's pretty much it. And I mean, as it stands, I think I've played every single one that we will talk about. If there is one that comes up that you haven't played, then we will just be like, well, throw that to the side and get out of here. <laughs> So yes, we're going to create a list of the best Legend of Zelda games. Because mm-hmm. that's what we do here today. Alright, so obviously I think we're going to start with The Legend of Zelda. OG! I don't know where that's going to go on the list. Well, for right now it's going to be number one. Wow, I am shocked at this. Uh, Well, let's move on to Zelda 2 The Adventure of Link. Okay, uh, well, goodbye Legend of Zelda. <laughs> Um, Zelda 2 is experimental as heck. Yes. And has some really killer music. Like, some of the best music in the entire franchise is in Zelda 2, which, yikes, like, that's an early peak. But, um, that's not to say there's not good music later on. But Zelda 2 did a lot of really interesting things that ended up being, like, tropes of the series later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I mean, ultimately, and I think you would definitely agree with me on this, it's a better video game than the first one. It just Oh, is. easily. Easily. It's a better, more enjoyable game to play. It's hard. It's hard as heck. But it is a much better game than the first one, in my opinion. The original Legend of Zelda is, you know, an iconic game. Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking, very influential to not only the series going forward, but just video games in general. However... That, that game has not aged it, well. No, no, it doesn't make it's a very good video game. Um, although it is fun to play when you're playing it on the Switch with other people who can clap for you. Yes. 
and tell you where to go. But it is but, a very old game. It is an old game. And like I said, Zelda 2 just is better than it in most every way. Mm-hmm. Also, we get like the, the grumpy Link art, which is great. God, Link you is... Wanna, you want to feel old? I are... My birthday was the other day. I already feel old. We are five years away from The Legend of Zelda being 40 years old. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yep. Woo! Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, but, yes, uh, the original Legend of Zelda, Link, you know, he was he was a normal kid. And Zelda 2, he comes back, he's like, I gotta do this again. Come on, he is. He's so grumpy. He's so very good. Done with it. I mean, rightfully so. Um, But he does get a smooch in this one, so good for him. Well, let's move on to perhaps a game that's going to be at the very top of this list for a while. (laughs) The Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past. Yep, right at the top. Um, this game's incredible, and it, when I was saying that Zelda 2 started a lot of the tropes, Link to the Past is basically the beginning of, like, every Zelda game that's come after it now. Every Zelda game up to, like, Skyward Sword. It follows the exact same type of pattern as yeah. Link to the Past. Um, this game is incredible. It's aged super well. The music's fantastic. Like, it's still a very pretty game, considering that it came out in 92. Yeah. Um, and it's also been fun to do like the remixes of like our, uh, our randomizer runs that we've been doing. Mm. Cause, um, you know, this and some other people that listen might know this as well. Like, this is my comfort game. This is the game that I go to and I'm like really having a bad time. I, I just need to play some links of the past. Um, I have it basically completely memorized. And so being able to like go back to it in a different way is super, super fun. Yeah. Um, I still play it regular way too. I, I, I did that recently. Um, I I just love this game. I love this game so much. I think Randomizer really gave me a, a better appreciation for A Link to the Past than just playing A Link to the Past did. Mm-hmm. Because it allowed me to kind of see just like the, the minutia of the game, how the mechanics really work. And when you put it in like a, a lot of just different ways that the game's really not supposed to be. Yeah. And just, like, having that kind of camaraderie that we, we have when we play Randomizer Words, like, you know, one of us will play and the other person will guide them through it. it. It makes that game just so much more fun. And then going being able to go back and play, like, the original game to see, like, oh, yeah, the game, the original game is just still really, really good, even on its own merits. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, There's a reason why it's one of the most praised video games of all time. Like, mm-hmm. it's that good, and it's remained that good for well over 30 years wow, that's or almost 30 crazy. years let's just say um actually this, yeah it's gonna be turning 30 this year yeah uh and i've mentioned it before but um my my older brother and i bonded quite a bit over link to the past when it came out um we had a super nintendo we had this game and we spent an entire summer we just like built out a binder like with instructions and maps and things like that that we had decide like we were just switching the controller back and forth playing together and so like Mm -hmm. that considering the fact that i was a pretty young punk when this came out and i could still remember that and like it's still that influential to me like that's a big deal yeah i think i I think four probably that sounds about right 
Yeah, like that's crazy. Like I didn't come to this game until like much later than you did. Like I remember like kind of rediscovering my love for Super Nintendo games in high school, and like this was one of the games I went out and bought on bought off eBay of all oh, things. Oh wow, eBay! And like I didn't I didn't really get far into it because I just that's just how sometimes you play games. But like I remember when I played this game like for the first time, just being like, this is something special. Yeah. Like there's a reason this game is just so good, and then coming to it a little bit later on again and finally kind of beating it and then like you said like getting into like randomizer stuff and all that really just gave me a, a real deep appreciation for this game that I just never had and yeah this game is just really really good like it again that's nothing new like that's not controversial or anything no no to say oh man Link to the Past is a really good video game but like it it is <laughs> yeah and my tattoo is um art from Link to the Past yeah well, let's uh, move from the Super Nintendo to another Nintendo platform that was very big in the early 90s, the Game Boy. Okay. Let's talk about Link's Awakening. Uh, you want my hot take on this? Yeah. It would go below Zelda 2. I think that's fair. Um, I don't think that's really a hot take. People act like this is one of the best ga- Zelda games of all time. And I can't agree with that. Especially replaying it, it is not aged very well. Especially compared to Link to the Past. Like, when you go from a game that aged so well, like Link to the Past, to Link's Awakening, you're like, oh, this did not do it. Okay. I mean, I think that's emblematic of, like, the Game Boy Zelda games in general. Yeah. Like, they try to do a lot of stuff, especially, like, they try to merge, like, the the top-down Zelda style with some Zelda 2 elements where it's side-scrolling and everything. Mm-hmm. But even then, they, they're they not, like, the same games as A Legend of Zelda or A Link to the Past where, you know, they have, like, I think, like, the combat's a little bit not, it's not as, like, sharp and intuitive as it is in those other games, which mm-hmm. makes sense as a Game Boy game. Right. Um, but I think even then, like, it's just, like, if I had to pick pick and choose between, oh, do I want to play A Link to the Past, Zelda 2, or Link's Awakening? Like, I want to pick Zelda 2 or Link's Past 100 times out of 100. Yeah. Um, I never beat A Link's Awakening. I owned it on the Game Boy. I played a lot of it there, but... And I enjoyed it, I but I've not gone back to, like, try and play it really since being a kid, so I don't know, like how well it plays now like i would i would assume it probably plays as well as the oracle games do which is not a good sign no no um it it you're not wrong um i've gone back to play it a few times since release and especially after i replay the oracle games i was like ooh, okay it plays a lot like that you didn't did you play the the remake or not Mm-mm. i don't remember okay um I mean, I, I don't really like Link's Awakening that much, so yeah. it's like there's no reason for me to play the remake. I couldn't remember if you had or not. Yeah, I did not. I got the Amiibo because he was cute, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't get the game. Uh, well, we're going to move next into a game that's not on the, the timeline list here. Okay. But a game that I think is important. Okay. Uh, Bia Zelda no Densetsu and Shie no Sekiban. Ah. A.K.A. The Legend of Zelda Ancient Stone Tablets, the Satellaview sequel to A Link to the Past, uh, a game that we recently played. It's so cool. It is very cool. I would probably put it under Zelda 2, though. I would as well, yeah. I like, mean, it it's definitely cool, but like... 
Is is it as cool as Zelda 2? I don't know. But like no. it does a lot of neat things that um you would not expect for the time period. Right. Um and also it's a sequel to Link to Well there's another sequel to Link to the Past later, but this is like a direct sequel to Link to the Past. It's one hundred percent a direct sequel to Link to the Past, and I know we've we've literally hammered this drum since we played this game when we talked about the the episode where we played it when we talked about it during game of the year mm-hmm. it is a shame that nintendo is not going to do anything with their satella view stuff yeah. and that this game is going to fall by the wayside and be forgotten in history yes when it is a cool game that people should be able to play especially zelda fans yes we want to be the youth there is more than one sequel to a link to the past correct and this one is very very fun yes uh, well, now we're going to move to another console. All right, let's do it. The Nintendo 64. <laughs> and we're going to talk about The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. All right, well, here's the controversial part. Um, I would personally put it above Link's Awakening. I think as, I think I would probably put it above Link's Awakening as well. I would put it below BS Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ocarina was revolutionary for the time. It really, yes. really was. Um, it is not aged well. The 3D port or remake they did for 3DS makes that game play a lot better. Mm-hmm. And is basically the play the version you should play if you ever if you're coming to it for the first time. The problem with Ocarina of Time is that since 1998 that game has been hyped as one of the greatest games ever made and that's a that's a level of hype you cannot sustain correct as time goes on so like when i came to that game for the first time and played it like i was like i mean this game's fine but is it the best game ever made no (laughs) it's definitely not well and i mean even now like, I played Ocarina when it came out, and I've played mm. Ocarina a lot. Like, it's another one of the Zelda games I have completely memorized. But if I were to go back and play it, I am not going to play the 64 version because it's kind of unplayable at this point. Here's Okay, here's a question that I think we need to clarify for this list. Okay. Do we separate original releases and remakes? Because some, some games that they have been remade are, are make drastic changes. Yes, and oof. I mean, I would definitely put the 3DS Ocarina above original Ocarina because, like I said, it, I it's in terms of just like control schemes and the quality of life changes that were made for the 3DS version. Like, if I'm going to play one, I'm gonna play that one. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I mean. Because we didn't separate Link's Awakening with the... Does Link's Awakening DX really do much different to Link's Awakening, though? To make it feel like a different game? Yeah. I mean, this but then, is... But then there's the whole remake of it. Right, but this is the games that we've played, parentheses, remember? Oh, right, right, right. Correct, correct, correct. Um, and again, this is our list. We can make the rules as we want. Um, Because hmm. I think Link's Awakening DX is like, what, another dungeon? And it's for the Game Boy Color? Yeah. Like that's not as a significant difference from what Ocarina of Time and Ocarina of Time 3D are, I think. No, I or mean, like Wind Waker and Wind Waker HD. Mm-hmm. Which are very are vastly different games. Vastly different games. Um, 
I mean, even if we do separate it out, um, I would I would put 3DS over Ocarina of Time, obviously, but yeah. I don't know that it would get higher than BS Zelda. Well, I mean, we could get to that. We can we can we can figure that out when we get to the release of it. Okay. Um, that said, Ocarina of Time's fine. Um, it builds off of what A Link to the Past did in terms of like dungeon build. It is it is a 3D plot. A Link to the Past. It, um. And I I will fully admit that like Link is probably right up there with like Indiana Jones's like first crush that I had like <laughs> that I really realized like oh that guy's hot, um which hilarious because it's like a blocky dude with a very pointy nose and long johns and going yeah <laughs> um but. Ocarina is not a game that I go back to very often anymore because it just there are better games to play. I played that once and I don't think I would ever play that game again. <laughs> but that is me. Um, Alright, well, since we're not going to do Link's Awakening DX because I don't, I don't think it really classifies as something that's really that really does anything super different to the original Link's Awakening. Let us move on. Okay. To Majora's Mask. Ooh, um. To me, that slots in at number three, personally. I was going to put it at number two. I, I think I'm more of a Zelda 2 fan than a Majora's Mask fan, but like I like Majora's Mask a lot. And I, I feel like you would be the love, opposite. love Majora's Mask yeah. so much. It's one of my favorite Zelda games. Yeah. Um. It just does so much in terms of like it took what like all the assets of Ocarina. It's like, what if we make this like really interesting story about like mourning, but also um, like it's such a a great like, character development story, which you don't usually get from Zelda games. Mm -hmm. Like all of these characters have a lot of personality, and you're interested to see what's going to happen with them in these three days. And it is very anxiety inducing. I fully admit that. Um, but Majora itself is just like so, so good and like legitimately makes me feel things that I should not feel playing a Zelda game. Let me, let me uh, ask you this because obviously we are going to clarify these later. Yee. We are talking about N64 Majora. Yes, we are. Would you still put it at number two? Yes. Hmm. I would put 3D Majora above it. Well, yeah, I would assume. So. <laughs> um, yes, it it fixed a lot of the issues that Ocarina had, um, and the way that it's contained is quite a bit better. And also, just the story in general is quite a bit better. Uh, and it it was also in the same vein as Zelda Two, very very experimental. It mm -hmm. did away with like the Zelda formula. I was like, all right, well, what if we just like do this time clock? And what if we don't do the whole like, hey, you have to collect three things and then you have to collect all these other things? Like, it, it doesn't do that. It, it takes you to very contained worlds and makes you get out of your, your linkness per se. Get out of your you comfort to... zone. Yeah, yeah. Like, the whole entire game makes you extremely uncomfortable when you're playing it. And I love that. fantastic it's it's a very good game like i remember uh 
playing through it really for the first time. I played it like originally when it came out, like the 3DS version, I should say. Um, it didn't get real far because I didn't really know how to play it. And then I played it after Ocarina because we, I think we played it together mm-hmm. and I really kind of got a better understanding of how that game worked. And I was like, this is such a better game than Ocarina. It's so much better. Like it's so much more interesting in terms of like, like you said, what it does story-wise, conceptually, gameplay-wise, because it's not just, and I think part of that is because like, you know, coming to it much later, you you see the, the Link to the Past Ocarina style fatigue that's kind of permeated through the series up to that point. Mm-hmm. And then you get to Majora coming back to like these games later on and you can see like, oh, this doesn't really have that. It's something completely different or not completely different, but like it does, it tries to do something that's just not the same formula. And like, like you said, it's very similar to what Zelda two does where it's just like, let's just do something completely different. That's not the same thing. Yeah. And I mean, I think that it's wild that the entirety of the game just has death hovering over you the whole time. Mm hmm. Um, like whether it's the entire town that's going to get obliterated by this moon or whether it's the fact that the characters that you become via the mass are actually dead and that you're embodying them and talking to people that they loved and trying to like fix things as best as you can. Like it is really, really crazy to basically make this entire Zelda game focus on death. And it's also just like wild to think like, they made a horror Zelda game. They did. Like, why? You would not expect that. No, you wouldn't. And I mean, like, there's a reason that the whole like uh, bent drown thing mm-hmm. took off on the internet is because like this game is a Zelda horror game. Like, it, is it like the spookiest game to ever exist? No, no. but like it, it it is very unsettling at points. And I think that that's really cool. Yeah. Um. You know, a lot of people talk about Ocarina and how, like, the Shadow Temple is very interesting and how they want to know more about that. And, like, that's one of the darker moments of Ocarina. Um, that and, like, the dying soldier in the back of Castletown. Um, but, like, Majora, like, what do you do when you're in a town that, like, everyone's about to die and a lot of them are actually denying it which like hmm, interesting how about that (laughs) um but you know like i said you're having to deal with people who like i'm thinking in particular of the the zora guitarist that like you're having to retrieve his kids and like talk to his girlfriend and it's like that's really really messed up like having to like essentially be that goodbye since he wasn't able to do it himself. It's it's intense. And I mean, thinking of it now, um, especially as someone who's had like more experience with death and mourning in general Mm -hmm. means a lot more to me. Yeah. Yeah. I can honestly say I've dealt with a lot more death since this game came out. Yeah. 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 Besides just uh, Lucy and Ricky when they got sucked up into the little fish tube thing and died. Rip. Ripperoni and pepperoni. Um, I'm weighing this debate in my mind of whether right. or not this should be two or three. All right. What's your argument for Zelda 2 being over it? I just like it more. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally it. 
like between the two i just like zelda 2 more conceptually yeah. and just as a game because i think it's just easier to get in to get back into than majora is a little bit because like majora i think you have to have like the right headspace to get into that and also be like do i want to play a game that's got a like a bunch of just mechanics that are going to potentially frustrate you or get you really stressed or anything like Zelda 2 kind of has that in terms of like mm-hmm. just it being difficult difficult but I think it has less of that compared to Majora where Majora is like a different kind of stress with like time limit stress and that's just a completely different ball game yeah but again like that's just me personally like I like I said I just like Zelda 2 like a smidge more than Majora most likely But then again, I have not played original N64 Majora. That's the thing. I've played 3DS Majora. Right. And those are different games. They are. Um, I mean, there's a lot of quality of life changes um, mm. in the 3DS version of Majora. And I'm trying to think of a compromise here. See, we're not above compromising. That's the thing. It's true. <laughs> Well, that won't work. I was going to say I would concede Majora as 3 if um, 3D Majora goes above Zelda 2, but that's not really a compromise because you're talking about 3D Zelda uh, Majora when you're talking about this. I, I think I, I could concede that. Okay. Because like, like, 3D Majora, like you said, does a lot of, a lot of things that improve upon original Majora. Yes, correct. That I think like it has to be above original Majora, and I could compromise it going above Zelda 2. Okay, so that's the compromise we will live with then. For now. I, 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 <laughs> it's not going to be the final list, no, but that's that's what I will accept for the moment yeah. is that that's valid. Uh Oh, boy. Well, I think we know where these next two games are going to be going. Oh, boy. Back to the Game Boy Color. Oh, God. The Legend of, De- the Legend of Delta? The Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Seasons, and Oracle of Ages. I'm just going to go bottom. ahead and very, very bottom. bottom. These games suck. They're very bad. Not age well. They're not fun to play. Are we mm-hmm. considering them one game? or Because, I mean, it makes sense to... Yeah, the, this this list has them as both one game, and I think okay. that's fair. Considering they basically are supposed to be one game. Yeah. They're um, just not good. Yeah, we we went back and replayed both of them. It was just like, God, these are just not fun. They have it not was aged painful well. to get through. It was just not a fun time to play through either of those games, and like, no. I like, know they don't really do anything interesting. They're not no. really fun. Blech. Like I know people like these games, and I cannot fathom any iota why, but no, <laughs> they're just not good games. Like they're these are objectively bad Legend of Zelda games. Yeah, I agree with you. And there are very few that are objectively bad Zelda games, and these are the, these are right there at it. Yikes. Uh, well, sticking on handheld devices. Okay. The Legend of Zelda Four Swords. Oh, man. Okay, so Four Swords is fine if you have people to play with. Um, obviously, because you have to have people to play with. Right. Um, I never really got super duper into it um which i think says a lot i think i played um, it once yeah yeah i'm i'm not a big fan um, and that was it 
I'm just I'm 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 not a big fan. Yeah. Heck, where does that land? Do you okay? Do you think these qualify for the list? Since we've only played it a couple times. Yeah, like because we have not really put like a lot of time and effort into them that we can't really objectively say where they go on this list. You know, I think that's valid. So goodbye, I, Four Swords. Goodbye. Did you? I mean, I would assume the same is for Four Swords Adventures. Uh, which one was that? That's the GameCube version of it. The GameCube. This version. is the GBA version that came with Link to the Past. Okay, I did play that one. Which one? The one on GBA. Okay, that's the one we're talking about. Okay, sorry, I thought you meant the GameCube one. Um, I did play the GBA one. Um. It was fine. Zelda has a really cute design in it. Um, the only real redeeming factor of that is the fact that it had Link to the Past on it. So would you think, would you say that qualifies then? Yes. Okay. Where would it go on this list? Um, discounting the fact that a Link to the Past is on there above Oracle of Ages and Seasons. Oh. Whoa. Like I said, like Zelda has a super cute design in it. She has a super cute design in it. Um, and like the game's okay, but like I just don't, I don't love it. Um, it's a game that's better suited if you have people to play with. Yeah, and I'm like a boring loner, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, up next, another controversial game. Okay. The first... Uh, the first iteration of the of the series hitting on the Nintendo GameCube. Okay. The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker. Oh, I love Wind Waker. Now, I've not played this version of the game. Oh, you've not played original Wind Waker? No. I only okay. played HD, which obviously I think... That's a whole different ball game. Does a lot of quality of life things to make that game better. Mm-hmm. However, um, you, I'm assuming you played through when, original Wind Waker, so you were going to take the ball here. I did, and... Um, original Wind Waker, you know, there's a whole lot of controversy about how it looked. Um, I loved it personally. I thought it was fantastic. It's one of the most expressive links to date. Um, it also introduced the wonderfulness that is Tetra. Um, it does do some shenanigans with Tetra though, so that kind of sucks. Um, but I, I, I think that the gameplay was fun, um, the fact that it was like super colorful, despite the fact that it was apocalyptic, was really cool. Um, I loved the the boat. I loved I loved a lot of the side characters. Um, the thing that literally nobody liked was having to go through and find the Triforce pieces. Mm -hmm. Nobody liked that. I don't know a single person that liked that. Um, it didn't wasn't like the original one also had like more difficult traversal. A traversal in general compared to what they do in HD. There's a speed sale in HD that helps out quite a bit. Right. Um, that being said, I would personally put it right above Ocarina. Okay. Um, also, as a side note, I had the intro music, like the, the home, like, what is it called? The landing screen? The home screen? Whatever it is. When you first boot it up. Main menu. Main menu. Whatever. Um, I had I had the like main theme from the game as my uh, alarm for like a year or so, a year or two. Uh, so that was neat. Anyway, I, I 
it took me a while to like be able to listen to that song again because I was always like, oh God, I need to wake up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I love that song. Also, it had, um, it had, um, why am I blanking his name? The little, little Korok guy. It's so cute. He goes, -do 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 -do. Mr. Little Korok guy. No, what's his name? It starts with an M, I think. Makar? Make Makar? Mr. Little Korok guy, like I said. No. Starts with an M. Ugh. Yeah, Makar. He's adorable, and he's got his little violin, and he's a cutie pants. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, I don't think the collector's edition of Legend of Zelda counts, because those are just re-releases. Yeah, I don't think uh, it counts either. Four Swords Adventure, we already said we're not doing, because we're not doing. you didn't play enough of it. I don't think I've ever played that version. Mm-mm. Uh, which leads us to the next handheld iteration, <laughs> The Legend of Zelda, The Minish Cap. <sighs> I love Minish Cap so much. I love Minish Cap. Where does Minish Cap go? You tell me. So Minish Cap is really interesting. It does a lot in terms of again experimentation um you have to move link between being regular size link and tiny tiny link mm -hmm. um minish as you will oh. um and so you have to do some interesting things to like traverse the the world around you in order to progress it's really really fascinating um also the art is stupidly cute um it, it kind of takes after the whole wind waker style um but in like chibi link to the past versions yeah uh also a very fantastic part about this is that zelda and link are already like bros in mm -hmm. minish cap like they're friends and she she comes to like wake up and was like dude like you're supposed to go to the festival with me what are you doing like come on it's like cool you know they already know each other they're friends they don't have to do this whole like oh man i gotta go meet the princess thing he's like oh i already know the princess i've known her <laughs> for years she's not anything new still gotta save her though um and you have uh you have our fun hat Ezlo. He he's a good guy. He's a fun little little addition. Where does it land though? Hmm. That is the question. I'm trying to decide if it goes below Wind Waker or above Wind Waker? Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I love this game. I might, like, be one of the few people in the world that's like, play Minish Cap! <laughs> um, thanks, Capcom. The, the, the one good Capcom Legend of Zelda game. Yeah, for real. Like, they finally nailed it and then they took it away from them. Where does this go? You know what? I think it's got to go above Wind Waker because it's very tight gameplay-wise. I mean, it's obviously not gonna live there forever, but <laughs> don't don't pack don't move in quite yet. Yeah, but like that game's super good, and if you haven't played it, guys, you should play it. That includes you, Jared. You should play it. I've tried to play it a few times, but, but technical issues have stopped me. Oh, right. I forgot about the technical issues. So, that's the only reasons why I have not played it. Well, we'll have to remedy that at some point. Yeah. 
Uh, well, you want to talk about another controversial game? Always. Because, God, there's so many controversial games in this series because, like, Star Wars fans, Legend of Zelda fans are never happy. They're terrible. Uh, the first iteration, or the first split iteration of a game mm-hmm. released on the GameCube and the Nintendo Wii, mm-hmm. The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Okay. Um, when did you play this? 2007. Okay, so pretty soon after released. Yeah. Did you have it, it was, on GameCube or did you play it on Wii? I bought it on the Wii. Okay. I didn't I, have a GameCube, so. Oh, right. I had I had a GameCube, but I bought it on the Wii. Um, my brother and I camped out for the Wii overnight and got Zelda, and it was like 17 degrees outside. We camped out literally all night for it. I waited out in a blizzard, basically, to, to get a Wii. Oh, my and God. And Twilight Princess. Um, yeah, it, the agreement with Keller was that I would pay for his Wii and Zelda if he would give me a ride and also hang out with me. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, yep. Um, I think this game gets a lot more hate than it deserves. Um, I think this is the, like, so this is the first Zelda game I ever beat. Okay. Um, but I think for a lot of people, like, this game in particular, like, I think the problems with it are, like, it doesn't really do a whole lot new for the series, and I think this is, like, the first time people started to get, like, serious fatigue with with the entire, like, the overarching franchise. Yes. Um, I agree with you on that. Um, and I think that the thing that's quite interesting about Twilight Princess is that people were so upset at Wind Waker because they're like, oh, you know, we got that tech demo, or it was, like, grimdark realistic. Yeah, and then you got like grim, dark, realistic. Like, oh, we don't like this. <laughs> this isn't what we like, asked for. Well, what do you want from us? That's um, their first mistake. Yeah, fair. Um, we want a bad timeline. <laughs> uh, 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 um, I am not as opposed to the like stylistic changes they made to this like i love wind waker and i think it's beautiful but i think that um twilight princess is also very pretty in its own right also has like one of the coolest looking zeldas of all time like her design in this is rad as heck i, I um, would agree with some of that i think i think par- partially like because it's on the wii it does not look great no. and i mean and the I think hd it, version didn't really do a whole lot to no. it so that's a bummer and I think as well, like it kind of suffers from the same problems that a lot of games in the mid to late two thousands like had, brown. where it was very brown, very, very brown. gray, and it just it it's one of the things where like the art style just does not get helped by it looking just very brown all the time. Yeah, it is very very brown. Um, Midna is great, uh, and Midna I think. I'm surprised that it wasn't the King of Red Lions that did this, but, like, everybody, for some reason, I still haven't figured out why. Like, they hate Navi. They hate her. Mm-hmm. Um, King of Red Lions was fine, and then they're like, oh, Midna makes up for it. Like, Midna is the, is the companion. She's great. And, like, I get that, but also, like, King of Red Lions was good. Um, but I, I very much like Midna. I very much like Zelda, and this has one of the coolest, like, final boss sequences in a Zelda game. That being said, Wind Waker literally has tiny, tiny little Link just, like, stab the crap out of uh, <laughs> Ganondorf in his freaking head, which is amazing. True. But in this one, you get, like, the, like, 
the um, spoiler alert, like Zant head snap and then like Ganondorf with a sword in his chest, like freezing there. Uh, like that was super cool. And you had Zelda on the back of the horse shooting the arrows. That was neat. You had to fight Zelda in this one, which, yeah. Um, I think the issue with Twilight Princess is um, that there's a lot of extra fat that could have been trimmed. Yeah. Um, to make it more of a tight experience. Um, and Especially because like you're already doing a lot with like this being the first game on the Wii, and you have to do yeah. a whole lot of motion stuff and everything. Yeah. yeah. That that game's real long to play with motion controls. Yeah. Um, it also introduced the nightmares out of the like Oaka dudes, the little like chicken people things they're terrifying um but it had some very very cool dungeons um like i love the dungeon with the yetis um i love the the dungeon in the sky i think that was really cool although it was terrifying for me because as somebody that's afraid of heights i also get afraid of heights when i'm playing as a character and like can see them like look down and fall um and so i felt really bad every time link died that way (laughs) um it had like the the like dual claw shots. It was really cool. Um, it also had the water temple in this one that was just fantastic. And uh, you know, people always hate the Ocarina water temple. Like this one really redeemed that water temple idea in my eyes. Um, and I just generally liked this link quite a bit. Um. I will say, I though, that I think the opening parts of this game are horribly slow. Horribly slow. So I'm personally leaning somewhere around, like, Wind Waker Ocarina time bit right now. That's where I'm personally leaning on this, is either between them or below Ocarina. I'm not sure which one I'm leaning yeah, like I, like I said, like this was the first Zelda game I beat. Mm-hmm. I've had no desire to ever go back and replay it. No desire at all. Mm-mm. Okay, I've replayed it several times, and I still like it. Um, I still think there's quite a bit of charm to it. Um, I think it's just like one of those games that I got what I got out of it, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. So where would you personally put it? I might put it under Ocarina. I'm fine with that. Alrighty. Well, we're gonna go handheld. Okay. For a for the next three games here, uh, Phantom Hourglass, the first DS Zelda game. I don't know if I've really seen any of this game at all. It's not good. Which is a shame because like it's a sequel to. It's a direct a, sequel to Wind Waker. Which yeah, like, how do you make a sequel to Wind Waker and make it not good? It it. Mechanically, it's not a fun game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a shame. And I'll be honest with you, that's li- literally like the only thing I remember about this is that mechanically it's not a fun game. And that doesn't say a lot about it. Yeah. Um, like it's cute and you're on a boat and it's got the little little ship captain that's a fun character. But the game itself is not a fun game to play. Um. Which would land it somewhere near the bottom for me. Right. 
probably I'd probably put it below the original Zelda, honestly. That's kind of where I was anticipating it going. Yeah, it is not a very good game. And it sucks because I was so hyped when this was coming out because it's like, Wind Waker sequel, yeah! And got this. Yeah, I mean, that sounds exciting. And then it's just like... Like, it's all completely controlled by the stylus. And like that, that just gets old very fast. Yeah. Well, what about the second DS Legend of Zelda game, uh, The Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks? Choo-choo. A much better game. Um, mm-hmm. I would put this one above Link's Awakening. Okay. Um, they improved a, quite a bit from Phantom Hourglass. Um, Spirit Tracks, you know, had the choo-choo, which was fun. Um, also had playable Zelda, which was neat. Uh, it had a really cool relationship. Also, um technically a sequel to wind waker because it is a sequel to phantom hourglass um but yeah link being a train conductor and like the the train music was fun the real bad thing about this is that they relied heavily on the fact that you had like a pan flute as your instrument Mm -hmm. and you had to use the ds microphone to actually play that Hey, I think that one of the things that's really going to hinder the DS games that they put out is that like they really went all in on the like all the, the gimmicks, the gimmicks of the DS, and like that just makes them very, for the most part, like real hard to like kind of go back and replay. Yeah, um, like the one thing that I remember doing is um, because it's so hard to get like precise playing going. Like I would get a straw to blow. <laughs> And, like, when you have to do that, that's just not good. Yeah. And I think this game also, as well, like, has the whole, like, stylus movement, which is just... It does. It's not good. Like, I get why you would do it, because you really want to go all in on, man, we got all these f- cool features on the Nintendo DS, and it's like, uh... slow it down a bit. Which is, like, thankfully, like, what they did when they put out all, like, the 3DS games, they are like... Yeah, people didn't like those all those gimmicks, did they? No, they did not. Um, we should uh, kind of pump the brakes on those. Um, the thing that makes Spirit Tracks better than Phantom Hourglass, despite the fact that the control schemes are very similar, is that Spirit Tracks actually had an enjoyable story and yeah. a very good um, like rapport between Zelda and Link. Yeah. Uh, also, Choo Choo. Mm-hmm. Choo Choo. Uh. Well, up next week, we've talked about this game already, but this is the 3D version of Ocarina of Time 3D. Uh, like like we mentioned earlier, like it does some good quality of life stuff. It looks really nice on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Takes advantage of that hardware really well. Um, and is probably the best way to play that game Definitely if you want to play it. Um, where do you think it fits on the list, though? Like, obviously, it's going above Ocarina of Time. To be honest, it might just be right above Ocarina of okay, Time. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that is fair. Uh, once again, it's time to talk about a controversial Zelda game. Okay. The second iteration on the Wii, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. 
I really like this game. I think this game gets a bad rap because, again, this is really, like, Twilight Princess was when people were starting to be like, oh, man, this series is kind of doing the same thing over and over again. And then Skyward Sword is, like, the peak of, man, people are just burnt out on this style of gameplay, mm-hmm. which is, a, which I think, kind of does it just a disservice to Skyward Sword because I think Skyward Sword does a lot and of we- stuff differently than what you would think the the ocarina of time link to the past formula is and you can see like we've talked about before like you can see the prototype the, of breath of the wild the prototype of breath of the wilds in there there's a lot more like narrative story within this game than had been in other games before this and everything mm-hmm. but like i i can't fault people who are just burnt out on this franchise by this point because like it's as much as it does stuff differently in this game it's still basically if you break it down to its core components it's another ocarina of time in terms of like style and gameplay and everything. Not maybe style, but like at least gameplay in terms of like you're going to dungeons, bosses, collecting stuff, all that sort of stuff. It has some of the coolest bosses in any Zelda game though. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's something worth mentioning is yeah. that like the, the dungeon design and the boss design of this game, they're brilliant. They're super brilliant. Um, I also was very, very excited that, like, we we have kind of an origin story of The Legend of Zelda. The problem with that is that it, the timeline people came out. Well, the timeline people are always going to come out, regardless of what a game tells you or not. Right, but, like, this was the genesis of them publishing the timeline, was because of Skyward Sword. Like, Breath um, of the Wild comes out, and basically it's just like, yeah, we're breaking away from the timeline. The timeline people are like, well, where does this fit in the timeline? <laughs> Who cares? Um, my my um, my romantic heart also loves the relationship between Link and Zelda in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, we have mentioned though that um, Zelda kind of gets like the short end of the stick in this because she does a lot of cool stuff that we don't really get to see. Yeah, um, which again is something just emblematic with this franchise. I think. Yeah, yeah. In general. Um, but their relationship is very cool, um, and it makes you really want to find her. Um, this game has Groose. Groose is great. Groose is one of the best characters that has been in any Zelda game ever. Ever. I love Groose with all of my being. Why wasn't he in Smash? You guys are making a mistake. Um, but... Uh, while I will, you know, saying that it has some of the best boss design, um, it also has like three imprisoned fights that are basically too too many. Like one would have been fine, and I would know. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I I would also say the tutorial goes on too long. I get that. Um, but I also think that it's a good way of establishing like this is what their lives are like true but like i think chaotic i think you don't have to handhold a, a player that much yeah like it's it's like it's just a little too long you could cut down a little bit on that um this game gets accused of handholding more than any other game which i would say that ocarina does a lot more handholding than this one does because navi yells at you basically all the time to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, 
I mean, I think any 3D Zelda game for between Ocarina and this are probably you could you could you could, you could say that. all of them are handholdy. Um, like the the Age of the Twilight Princess is incredibly handholdy. It's incredibly handholdy. Um, and I know that people don't like. Uh, is it pronounced fee or phi in this one? I don't remember. I could not tell you. I don't remember. <laughs> um, because I was confused it now because yeah, yeah, yeah. So many characters have been named fee or phi. Um. I think it's five. I'm gonna go with fi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, I think I have a much more positive opinion of this game than many people do. I would also say I probably have a more positive opinion about this game than more than a lot of people do. Um. Like personally, this would be around number four for me. I might put this at five. At five? Mm-hmm. You think BS is better? Slightly. I, I think there there's... Skyward's good. It has some issues. I don't think Zelda uh, Ancient Stone Tablets has really that many issues to it. And that would be the one knock against Skyward for me. And it might be another issue of like what Twilight had, where like you could probably trim some of the game down. Because I think there's some stuff like some of the open world bits, where like you're going around and doing like a bunch of collecting, mm-hmm. can sometimes get a little long in the tooth. Mm-hmm. I just think that like story wise, it's so much better than BS. I would agree with you on that. Like, I think narratively, this is the best 3D story that they put out for a Zelda game to date. Yeah. And, like, I think a lot should be said for that. Yeah. But I think as well, like, there's just other issues with this game that hurt it in a way that brings it just slightly down for me. I don't know, man. Listen... Angel Stone Tablets, you're in and out. Bang, 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 bang. Mm-hmm. You got an hour for each episode. You get the right. fortune teller yelling at you. You do get the fortune teller yelling at you, yeah. Sasha Hoshala Hoshala's brother is also yelling at you. Zelda's like, hey, I'm here, what's up? You're in, you're out. You get a fun experience of being back in A Link to the Past. You get a Zelda Isekai, which is weird and cool. You get to be the youth. The youth? Save Hyrule while Link's off doing whatever he's doing. Sleeping, boning, who knows what he's doing. He's doing Link's Awakening. Well, he's sleeping. Yeah, I mean, literally, that's what he's doing. That's literally what he's doing. And it's a weird, goofy experience. Skyward Sword, again, is a is a good game. Yes. But I think there's just enough little little bits and pieces of like things that I just like take umbrage with that I would just be like... I would slide it right in under Ancient Stone Tablets. I just don't know if there's enough to Ancient Stone Tablets for it to justify being above this. Like, I I think that it's a good game and it's a very interesting Mm -hmm. experience and a very interesting experiment. Yeah. Um...
I just, I don't know. Like, I, I narratively like this game so much. I love. I, I do too. Like, I, I would not Bruce. disagree with you on that. And I'm like, if if I were to have Fortune Teller versus Groose, Groose is going to win. Yes, I, I agree with you. I think, though, at the end of the day, Ancient Snow Tablets is more a link to the past. And I'm going to take that over Skyward. But is it more a link to the Like, gameplay-wise. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> but... <laughs> it's remixed a link to the past. It is. It is. It's just... It's lacking like Zelda story I mean it's, it's it's more story than what you get in A Link to the Past no I mean in terms of like characters talking to you and stuff like that yeah well that's it, kind of like unfair though because Link to the Past came out like I mean I was just saying like if you want to play that card like that's the truth of the matter <laughs> But, I mean, narratively, A Link to the Past is... Is very basic. But it has a story. It does, yes. But I think Angels of Tablets has more story than A Link to the Past does. Which is really not really relevant to our, our argument here. No, I, I just... I don't know, man. I don't feel comfortable putting Skyward Sword below that. I really don't. Especially, like, with the idea that, like, this was the Breath of the Wild prototype for real. In parts. Not fully. No, I mean, like, it wouldn't fully be it, of course. But, like, a lot of what came out of Breath of the Wild came from Skyward Sword, which is I wouldn't say a, interesting. Well, some, not a whole ton. Like, the, the open world stuff really didn't come from this. The stamina system did. The idea of, like potentially a more narrative Zelda and Link came from this. You could probably argue some of the combat came from this. Mm -hmm. But I think there's still a lot more like systems within Breath of the Wild that they just kind of expanded upon from just looking at open world games in general. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like a... Which, I mean, we'll talk about Breath of the Wild when we get to it, but it's kind of like a mashup of... Here's Skyward Sword and these other games. Let's make a new game. Yeah. This is also another Zelda game legitimately made me cry. Like, okay, but I feel like that's a lot of these games. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> I, I mentioned it with Majora's Mask, but this is another one that, like... I cannot list another one besides Majora's Mask on here that's made me cry. Um, but this one did with the whole like crystal scene. Like you can feel that emotion with Link like banging on it. And it's like, oh, like ugh, hurts Look, my heart. Are emotions subjective or objective? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Don't even... Oh man, we we came into this podcast thinking we were going to make other people mad, but the the real the real thing we were going to make each other mad. <laughs> <laughs> man, you've got the whole like relationship between uh, the old lady and Groose. It's real good. It is. You got. I'm not going to deny that. You got some of the best character development in the entire Zelda series with Groose. Legit. Yeah. Hands down, flat out, Groose has some of the best character development of any character in any Zelda game. Again, I will not disagree with you. 
I just think that narratively, like, that counts for something. Like, I, I, like I told you, like, this is the best narrative Legend of Zelda game that they've put out, 3D-wise. Yeah. However, I think there are just a little bit of bits and pieces here and there that I could poke and prod at that I would be like, I could see this going at number five. I mean, I could do the same thing for BS, though. Well, that's just BS. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, the the weird timed mini games were bizarre. I mean, there's probably timed mini games since Skyward Sword. At least they're, like, relevant. These were just kind of, like, sometimes they open up and, like, you just do them to kill time if you've already beat the dungeon. Yeah, it's, it's it it ties into the timed nature of this game where it's like something weird's gonna happen at quarter till the next hour and quarter till when the game shuts off. Like, what's gonna happen? We're gonna go throw some like it's the magic of appointment video game dwarves into a jar. I forgot exactly what it was, but it was a very weird <laughs> mini game. Um, I mean, they, they look. They had to do what they could with the, with a link to the past. That wasn't in a link to the past. <laughs> what well, I'm saying, with, like with with the the stuff that they had within a link to the past, like there's not gonna be able to make like <laughs> basketball <laughs> in a link to the past. It was so weird. I don't know, man. I really, really think Skyward Sword is better than that. I really think Skyward Sword is better than that. Like, it establishes the series. It establishes everything that comes after that. The one game that comes after it. <laughs> um, I mean, could you could you could put a knock on this saying that, like, this opened up the gates for the timeline BS, and that is a knock against this game. No, technically Ocarina did that. Well, it really made the timeline nerds come out. Which, again... That's part of why Ocarina is so low on our list is because it started the timeline shenanigans. Um, I, there's just so many good moments of this game that I keep thinking of. Like that final boss is super, super cool. Gearheim is like genuinely an unsettling character. He just likes to listen to my chemical romance. <laughs> and he's so much like... Zant and Twilight Princess was a cool-looking character, but they never really let him live up to his potential. Gearham did. Gearham was amazing. Um, like, he was genuinely somebody I was like, oh, God, I have to deal with this guy again. Um, which is what you want. It was really well done. Um, I also very much enjoyed, like, the, the color scheme of this. They made it a very bright game. Completely true. Like, compared to what Twilight Princess did, where it was just... Like we said, brown. brown. Like this is a vibrant, colorful video game. When you're able to actually make the the places vibrant and colorful, when yeah. it's not like the weird, like, bleh color scheme because yeah. of the narrative or the stuff that's happening in the game and everything. But yeah, much more colorful game than what Twilight Princess is. So yes, 100, percent I would give you that. <sighs> also, there's romance. The only romance we have in Ancient Stone Tablets is between Fortune Teller and blah, 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 blah. I can't believe you would discredit such such romance that is blossoming in that little house. 
I didn't discredit it. I said that Zelda and Link is much better. I'm I don't know about that. And you've got like the the fun side quest with like uh a Pippet and uh what's I I want to call her um I want to call her Corona, but that's not right. That's the doggo. That might be her name though. That's a cute romance though. <sighs> Come on, dude. I conceded earlier. <laughs> All right. I will give you this. Thank you. Because Skyward Sword is not going to stay in the top five. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're probably not wrong, but, like, it's a really good game. Also, we still have a lot of games to get to. Also, just put Groose at the top and be done with it. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, let's return back to another game. Okay. This is the first game on the Wii U. All right. Wind Waker HD. Which is the one you played, right? Yes. Oh, this is a much better version. Again, like the, with a lot of the way they've done these remakes and stuff, for the most part, mm -hmm. they do <laughs> Besides a lot Twilight of, Princess HD. Yeah, Twilight Princess is kind of like the exception to the rule. Um, just They do a whole lot of quality of life changes to make these games more modern and better playable on, you know, for, for today's audiences in particular. Mm -hmm. And... Wind Waker HD is emblematic of that, where it just it looks really good. It looks real. They, uh, like you said, they kind of really good, and it plays amazingly. It plays amazing. They Steve did a lot Wind. of things to like you know make sure that, um, to take some of like the tediousness out of the the original game. Um, they made traversal much better and much e much more easy to get around to different islands and stuff mm -hmm. compared to the original, and like. I mean, like you said, with the the original game, like that story's good. So, it's a really good version of of uh, already a good game. Is the best version. It's like if you're gonna play Wind Waker, play this version. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. That's why I think it goes in at number four. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though, I agree with you. Wind Waker's good. Wind Waker's very, very good. It's real it has good. to be Wind Waker HD. Yes, 100%. Uh, this is a, up next, we have another, also the first Tingle original. Tingle HD. Tingle and HD. The first original game on the 3DS. Okay. The second sequel to A Link to the Past. Mm -hmm. The Legend of Zelda A Link Between Worlds. I have played some of this game. It's a very good game. It is a really good game. Like, the idea, especially back in when this game came out, 2013, of mm -hmm. invoking the words A Link to the Past sequel mm -hmm. seemed kind of taboo. And I'm pretty sure it's like what it's literally called like in Japan is basically like Link to the Past 2 or something like that. It has a different name in Japan. It was released in Japan as The Legend of Zelda Triforce of the Gods 2, Triforce of the Gods being the Japanese title of Link to the Past. So, yes, you were correct. Yay! Um, but, yeah, like, it's a... It definitely kind of gives you that feel of, like, man, this is Link to the Past again, but it looks really good. Like, this is mm -hmm. up-res visuals and everything. It's a different story and everything. Here's a new mechanic that you can use and everything. But it also allows you to go, like, you know, travel, traverse between the light and the dark world and all that sort of stuff. It gives you those nostalgic feelings of playing A Link to the Past again. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it, it does a very good job of actually utilizing the 3D mechanic. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so the puzzles are very, very creative, especially um, with the the whole painting mechanic. Yeah. Um, like having to use that sometimes, it's like, oh, that's a that's a clever way to solve that puzzle. I like this. Um, I like the idea that it allows you to rent items, mm-hmm. so you don't have to traverse through dungeons and be like, oh god, do I need do I need this item or anything? And in, in a sense, it kind of gives you the same kind of flow that randomizer does, where it's like. All right, do it in any order. you can go and do whatever you want. Or also Breath of the Wild. Yes. But obviously um, that hadn't come out yet, so. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it, it does do that because you, you know, hey, you want the hookshot automatically? Here, you can run it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it really does have a lot of the same beats as Link to the Past, which is really cool, but it also stands out in its own right and makes sure that like it's not verbatim Link to the Past. Right. It's not a remake. It is a sequel. Right. Um, But I mean, like one of the things I'm thinking of in particular is that the Zora post-Ocarina tend to be like the, the beautiful like fish people looking guys. Um, but in a link between worlds, they're like, "Oh, hey, that's not what the Zora looked like in a link to the past." So we're no, gonna they're make like them little like jerks. <laughs> we're gonna make them like the little green gobbly goop guys. Um, I don't know what that word I just said is. Um, so that's a, a neat thing, and it's got a lot of little nice nods to the original game, um, while also having. Um, some some fantastic new characters like Ravio in particular is is a really really good character and initially when like he takes over your house and starts running things you're like oh this jerk but then by the end of it you're like oh I love Ravio Nito oh this jerk <laughs> oh you jerk you little scamp um, you little scamp um I, I really do think mechanically this is an interesting game and it does some very, very cool things. Um, I don't think it is as good as Link to the Past, but that is not to say that it is a bad game by any means. Right. Um, you said you have not beaten this, correct? I think I got like about half-ish through it. Um, I replayed through it recently. The, like when I was playing this originally, like I just was not good at Zelda games, so oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a big problem of why I did not get through this game. But like I remember really enjoying it, and like even like as someone who didn't really have like the nostalgia for Link to the Past at that point, like I could still understand it and be like, oh, this is a really just cool game on its own merit. Yeah. Um, in terms of ranking, I would probably put it around six or seven. Yeah. Yeah. I think it goes a six. Okay. I'm fine with that. Because I think it just does enough differently that as a, a Legend of Zelda, or a Link to the Past sequel compared to what uh, Ancient Stone Tablets does, mm-hmm. that I think it's just, it is technically the better sequel. Yeah. I agree with you. Also, it's so cute. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. Well, we've returned to an argument that we had earlier. Oh, boy. The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask 3D. Okay. 
which luckily nothing has really changed up here, so we can just slot it in where we decided it was going to go originally. Yay! <laughs> At number D. D. Uh, also coming out in 2015, perhaps not the game people really wanted, but it was the game they got <laughs> on the 3DS, <laughs> The Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes. I was going to live somewhere near the bottom. I did not play the, I think I played a demo of this game and I was just like, eh. It, I mean, it's the same eh. kind of deal as Four Swords is that yeah. you really need to have friends to make it shine and even then like the dress up mechanic was fine like it, it was a gimmick um the story sucked quite frankly um it's like oh she wants to dress up and it's like oh okay cool i guess <laughs> um you could get the same basic idea if you just made a flash dress up zelda game <laughs> yeah i mean Literally, like, the only good thing about this was putting Link in all kinds of different outfits, but, um, I played more of it than I played for Four Swords. Yeah. So, I think that's really all I can say for it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's just not, not a game I would go back to. I didn't play it a whole lot. I didn't have a whole lot of fun with it. Me. Where do you say it lands on the list? Um, like I said, I did put more time into it than I did Four Swords. Um, the issue, though, is that I still like Zelda's character design in Four Swords. Mm -hmm. And there's not really a whole lot redeeming of this one. Yeah. So maybe below Four Swords. Okay. It's funny that a Zelda design is like, mm, that's that's what's gonna get it up there because her art's really cute. <laughs> her art's really cute though. Uh, okay. So here's a question: mm -hmm. Do we classify Twilight Princess HD? Is this 3D or HD? HD. HD. Okay. So because it was on, it was on the Wii U. No Majora's Mask. Oh, did I put HD? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's 3D. My B. Okay. Anyway, um, I do not think there's enough different with Twilight Princess HD. Like the only thing Twilight Princess HD really adds is that like the the amiibo challenge stuff. I want to say. Mm -hmm. And then outside of that, not a whole lot of. It's it doesn't look much better. It's kind of a half version. So yeah. I do not think it did enough different to count. All right. Uh, well, this game I don't think is on this list, but I think time timeline wise is when it came out. Let me see if I could. Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to see if it says on here. Which version is the key here? <laughs> well, we both played different versions of that game. Some reason it doesn't say on here, but regardless, 2014 is the original version. Well, we are we've already gone past that by a few years, but yes, Hyrule Warriors. Um, you played every version of the original game that you could get your hands on, which was the um, Wii U, mm -hmm. 3DS, mm -hmm. and then Switch. Correct. Okay, I played the 3DS version and the Switch version. Okay. So you at least got some good version in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man. This game's heckin' fun. It's so fun. Um So it, it, it it's definitely uh, don't you dare. Don't you dare. Mm, okay, that's fair. That's That fair. is completely fair. So I put at, at the the penultimate spot at the very bottom the original 3DS version of Hyrule Warriors, which if you have never played the original 3DS version of Hyrule Warriors, it is a it is a game that never should have been released. No, no. Okay, I thought you were going to put the actual Hyrule Warriors. No, 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 like, no. no. Um, um, yeah, like, Hyrule Warriors original 3DS version is because, like, they wanted to put it on 3DS, they did not want to classify it as just a new 3DS <laughs> game, which they would eventually later on do, mm-hmm. but they decided, hey, this game runs-ish, Ish. so we could put it out there, and it's just awful. Like, it, it, it runs, like it, 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 no, it doesn't play like a PS2 game, it plays like a bad PS1 game. Oh god, that's even worse. And, like, the frame rate is terrible, it is never steady <laughs> or stable, you do not get more than, like, seven enemies on screen at, at a time. It looks really bad. It is just an atrocious video game. However, I would still play it over Oracle of Ages and Seasons because those games are just bad. Hyrule Warriors 3DS has at least the charm of being like, man, I haven't played a bad PS1 game in a while. (laughs) It's like I was running video games all over again. Okay, um, so let's, let's think about the Switch version since we both played that. Yes. Um, a competent version of the game. <laughs> a a very highly competent version of the game. Um, it is a very fun game to play. It's a Musou game, so you know you got that. Um, you have a a marketplace where you can level up your weapons. You can level up your characters. Uh, you have all kinds of different costumes, which are great. Um, you have a story mode, and then you have like an adventure mode. You have a bunch of different maps for the adventure mode. Like there's a Majora's Mask based. Um, adventure mode map mm-hmm. it's how you unlock different characters unlock different outfits out unlock different <laughs> weapons i scratched myself um <clears throat> i think that hyrule warriors has a very fun story and it just like leans hard into fan service and i don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing um and i think that one of the things that it does most interesting narratively is that it actually has a link who becomes too cocky and thinks that he can take on anything because he has the master sword Mm -hmm. and that ends up backfiring on him and i think that that's a really interesting thing that they did at this like narratively like oh look link is actually a very flawed individual i was like oh look at you doing interesting things in a Musou game. <laughs> um, uh, the soundtrack rules. It freaking rules. Like, everything about this OST is just phenomenal. Um, every remix is awesome. It, it's it's insane. Um, the new character designs are great. Link has his sweet, sweet um, scarf. Zelda's got her, her different weaponry. She's playable. Yay. Um... You get to play as all kinds of villains and have parties. Um, I forget, is it Gearham or is it Xanth that says, like, the party doesn't stop till I walk in? And I'm like, oh, man. I don't remember. Kesha! <laughs> um, Timely references. <laughs> um, and even, like, the original characters. Like, Lena's really cool. Um, Sia is uh, busty. Um <laughs> 
Hammerhammers McGee. Hammerhammers all over the place. Um, Volga is a really interesting character that um, is a reference to um, Volvagia from um, Ocarina of Time. I did say Volvagia, not what you think I said. Um, the only one that I don't really like is like the little Poe guy, but eh, whatever. Um, but I mean, it's just like a, a fun adventure through a bunch of different Zelda universes. And you get the King of Red Lions as a playable character and you get turned into a... It's so cool. Um, I could talk about this game forever. You could. Uh, I think... Please stop me from talking about this game forever. I think this is a game we're going to be very contrarian about. Mm-hmm. Because I don't like this game as much as you do. Right. You like Fire Emblem Warriors better. I, I, yeah. Fire Emblem Warriors, I think, is just the better game overall from top to bottom. Um, I think the story of Hyrule Warriors is just okay. Like, I think the Link stuff is, is very interesting mm-hmm. from what the series usually does. But, like, outside of that, I'm just like, it's fine. Um, and I didn't like the, like, the adventure mode stuff. Like, I thought it was, like, really convoluted in a way that just never clicked with me. Um, but, like, the gameplay is, like, it's Muso stuff. That's, you know, it is what it is. The soundtrack's really good, like you said. Um, but, yeah, like, I think, like, Hyrule Warriors is fine. It's just not my cup of tea. Like, even though, like, I had played a bunch of Zelda games by that point, Mm -hmm. it just didn't really do a whole lot for me. You can have Link run around in a postman outfit beating the heck out of you people. You can. You can. Very fun. It's true. Um, this still might not be as high on the list as you would think that I would put it. Where okay. do you think I would put it? 11. I was going to put it at 10 where Wind Waker original is. So that's around where I was thinking. I mean, I would, I might put it at like thirteen, but I could concede eleven, or maybe in between, maybe at twelve. I might take an Ocarina 3D over a Hyrule Warriors. I will concede that. Okay. I mean, I believe this is the highest this game, the series is going to go. So. Hmm. No, I fully agree with you on that. <clears throat> uh, so that leaves two games left. <coughs> wow, we're already that far. One on this list, and the one we'll have to bring up. Okay. And then one game we didn't play, so it does not count. What will we not play? Link's Awakening remake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this next game is going to be very easy to figure out. We do not have to argue about it at all. We can easily just slot it in okay. where it's going to go. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Number one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like I said, easy. Yeah, and I'm... It's it's taken me a bit to accept because Link to the Past has been my number one for so long that like it, it took me a while to realize. Yes, Breath of the Wild is a butter game. It is a butter, a butter game. A butter game. <laughs> I like butter. Um, it is a better game. Like Link to the Past is a very very good game. It has been one of my favorite games for a long long time. Breath of the Wild is a much better game. Like, narratively, it does a lot interesting. Um, the character development in it is fantastic. And it's just a very, very fun and competent game. Yeah. 
Uh, and I am still, to this day, I have like four different fanfics on my phone for Breath of the Wild that I'm still reading. <laughs> so like it, it, that tells you something right there that like I can't get these characters out of my head. Hey, Max, he can't either. He can't either. Yeah, it's a great game. One of it's the best so games good. made. So yeah, not much more we could say that we haven't already said about this game. Also, like both Link and Zelda are beautiful in this. And like that's that's awesome. Yeah, they're both very pretty. Um, all right, our final game. Octorok boxers. This yes. game. Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity, a game that just recently came out. Oh man! Again, a game that somehow made your game of the year list, and I still don't understand how. But because you, you don't really like that game. I do in ways and I don't in ways. Exactly. Um, I, in its defense, there weren't a whole lot of games last year, but. Um, I mean, yes, you're not wrong. It, it it definitely does a lot in terms of like having interactions that I enjoyed and having Musou that I, ish. Um, it, it really did not lean as hard into Musou, which may be sad. Um, but it, it did have some of that. Um, but mainly it was just getting to be with these characters again. And because Breath of the Wild is so high for me that it was like, oh, yeah, you get to hang out with them again. Then it just went crazy crap. And I'm like, Ooh. yikes. Um, also, the music sucks. It's so mediocre. Like when you have a soundtrack as good as Breath of the Wild, and you take it to this, yikes. Not good. No, no. Um, personally, looking at this list, I would put it below the original Twilight Princess. That's higher than I would have expected. It's still pretty low, though. Hyrule of Warriors. I might have thought this was coming in under, like, original Legend of Zelda. <sighs> Spirit Tracks isn't, like, that high for me. And Link's Awakening, either. Like, at least this one, I got to hang out with, like, Link and Zelda for a bit more from Breath of the Wild and see some more interaction between them. Yeah, but you got to play a size Musou game too. Yeah, I did. Make a better Hyrule Warrior sequel. Well, tell Nintendo to butt out then. Yeah, Nintendo, keep your hands where they belong. Get out of here. Yeah, out of here. Get get working on Breath of the Wild too. Leave the Musou alone. Let them do what they need to do. It was neat though to see some of the different um, like champion playstyles. Um, and I mentioned it to you when I was playing it, but um, because Rivali is such a butthole, like they had to make him play super, super fun so that people would actually play as him. Um, and man, is he a fun character to play as. How's that ranking looking, buddy? It looks like a ranking. Uh, I think the only thing else that we could we could potentially rank, but I'm, we're not going to, is like Cadence of Hyrule, which I never finished. I didn't even play it. So that's about the other big Zelda game 
out there. Legs crossbow training. Throw it up at number one. Oh, yeah. I did play that one, actually. Of course you did. I did. I still own it, actually. <laughs> um, because the uh, trade-in value at one GameStop was basically nothing. Well, of course. That's the least surprising thing, even though it came with, like, it came with a peripheral, right? Yeah, it came with the zapper. So, like, that's surprising that, like... Do you want to rank it? I'll rank it. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It goes below the original 3DS version of Hyrule Warriors. Wow, that's 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 rude to <laughs> Link's Crossbow Training. <laughs> Did you play Link's Crossbow Training? No, I would, but have you played the original 3DS version of Hyrule Warriors? <laughs> Can we just make them even then? <laughs> no, we're not even going to put Link's Crossbow Training on the list. Okay, okay. Let's break down our, well, not break down, but let's recount our list. The best, the, the 24 best is Legend of Zelda games okay. out there in the world today that you could play whenever you want. Ish. Ish. Number 24, The Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages and Seasons. <laughs> Hyrule Warriors original 3DS version. Who oh, buddy. Hopeful. The Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes coming in at number 22. 21, The Legend of Zelda Four Swords. Number 20, The Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass. Number 19, The Legend of Zelda. Number 18, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Number 17, The Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks. Number 16, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Number 15, The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Number 14, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Much higher than I think we both anticipated it being. Yes, I agree. But there's also just some some gunk down here at this bottom. <laughs> Yuck! Like Ocarina of Time in the middle, I think is totally fair. That game yeah, is I think that's that game valid. Is, that game's fine. It's fine. Number thirteen, High Rule Warriors. Number twelve, The Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time 3D. The better version. Number eleven, The Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker. Number ten, The Legend of Zelda: The Minish Cap. Number nine, BS Zelda no Densetsu Initiate no Sekiban, or The Legend of Zelda Ancient Stone Tablets. Number eight, The Legend of Zelda A Link Between Worlds. Gotta get those legend, the Link to the Past sequels right next to each other. Yeah. Number seven, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Like I told you, it's not staying in the top five. I, I knew it would not. <laughs> I knew it wouldn't, but it's still pretty high, and I appreciate it is. that. I, I mean, I think that's a fair place to put that game. I agree with you. I completely agree with you. Groose like, for the win. Like, if this was my top five game, top six-ish games, like, that's probably about where it would be regardless. Yeah. Uh, number six, The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker HD. Number five, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Number four, Zelda to The Adventure of Link. Number three, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask 3D. Number two, The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. And coming in at number one, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Maybe when that Breath of the Wild sequel eventually comes out, we can reconvene this list and put it in somewhere here. Yeah. Who knows when that will be? Who knows? But there you go. That is the uh, the most scientific, objective list of the best Legend of Zelda games. The the ranking of Legend of Zelda games. You will never find a more truthful, official, factual list than what you have found here today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we heard you heard us debate and everything. It's true. Scientific. Scientific. Well, I mean, what other list is going to put Hyrule Warriors original 3DS version on their list? I, I mean, don't think any. Any. We're the only one. 
You're, this is the only list that'll have that and the Satella View Zelda game on it. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, there you go. That is the uh, that's the that's the list, the best Legend of Zelda games parentheses that we've played. Mm-hmm. Twenty four games. That's a lot of games. It's a lot of games. That's not even all the games in the series. That's still a lot of games. Yeah. It's too many games, man. They've made too many Zelda games. <laughs> Ooh, controversial statement. They could they could you know they could slow down a bit. <laughs> Although, like, some of these are just remakes, so. Yeah. Again, they can just slow down a bit. Whoa. <laughs> Rain it in a bit. Oh, but of ching. Where's but Epona? It, but again, this is a series that is, that is almost 40 years old, so it makes sense there's going to be a lot of games come out between that, that time span. That hurts me. Well, I mean, this year is going to be 35 years old, so. Yeah. But we're it, closing in on that big 4 Makes you feel old, but there you go. Hey, speaking of uh, birthdays, yeah, Jared's got a birthday coming up. That's not true. I've never had a birthday in my life. So wish him a happy birthday <laughs> if you want to. We're gonna be recording on my birthday. Oh yeah, we are. Well, when that one comes out, it will be in the past. So this is the one that's in the future. So tell Jared happy birthday because it's on the nineteenth. There's me. So say happy birthday to Jared because he is the best. <gasps> it's debatable. And I'll say it again when we record, even though it'll be in the past by then. It'll, it'll count more then because it'll be real. Yeah. For us in that moment, then it won't be for anything else. Cause it'll be, oh, yeah, because mine was in the future too. It's true. Anyway. But thank you. Well, I think that's gonna wrap this episode up. We've done we've done the bravest thing imaginable, and that's rank Zelda games on the internet. It's true. We are braver than the troops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're just trying to f- people off. I mean, if if they're not mad from this list, okay, yeah, fair. Well, like I gotta jab them in the stomach a little bit. Yeah, fair. Regardless, that's going to do it for us this week. If you'd like more from us, go to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.cool. where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Seasonal Anime Checkup and Jared Now Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you want more from Ann Ladium, go to AnnLadium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash AnimeCheckup. Buy our books, One Shining Moment, A Critical Analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs, and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza. Get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, bonus episodes, all sorts of fun goodness. Next week, we will probably play more catch-up with some stuff we've played mm-hmm. over the last month and a half. So look forward to whatever we decide or just decide to do something different. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? 